Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. You're listening to the Rebel Report Podcast, where it's all Ole Miss all the time. Here's your host, Michael Borky. Welcome in, everybody, to the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Glad that you guys are with me. And uh, huge news we're talking about. Massive, massive news as Quinshawn Judkins hit the transfer portal. Kind of a bombshell was dropped on the college football world today. So obviously, we are going to be talking about that on this edition of the Rebel Report. If you're listening on the website, we appreciate you checking out supertalk.fm, but pull out your favorite podcast app, search Rebel Report, subscribe, and leave a rating and a review. Also follow me on social media, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y. And before we get into the Judkins conversation, I want to tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Priority One Bank. Let them make you their priority. Like they have me with their online banking platform. It's a one-stop shop. All you need is an internet connection. And you can do everything that you need to do with your money with Priority One Bank because, again, they make you their priority. There's 16 locations here in Mississippi, so there's likely one in your backyard. So check them out today. Bank like I bank with Priority One. Also, the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. Check them out online absms.com. That's the website. If you're Mississippi business, again, anywhere in Mississippi, if you've got a business here in this state and you need office technology, anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, IT projects, phone systems, whatever it is, if it's technology and that technology exists in the office, absms.com. Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Tell them I sent you You'll get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is, and they will find a solution for you on me. That's Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. So we did a live stream tonight. That was the entire conversation was centered around Quinshawn Judkins hitting the transfer portal and leaving Ole Miss. So here that is right now talking Judkins for an hour And some other stuff there at the end. We kind of got goofy there at the end of it. But talked about Judkins and everything that I know as of 8 o'clock on Thursday night. And uh, hope you enjoy it. Thank you guys for being here. We'll talk basketball. Finally, we'll get to talk about basketball the next time you hear from me. Because Ole Miss has a big game coming up with Tennessee this weekend. I'll do a post-game show. So immediately after the game, regardless of the result, uh, I will do a reaction podcast with you and then the Sunday Live as well. So big, busy weekend upcoming, but here it is right now. Uh, reaction to Quinshot Judkins hitting the portal and leaving Ole Miss. What, what is more interesting to me, and you guys will probably disagree with this, but what is more interesting to me when a guy, when a, when a running back, like Quinshawn Judkins leaves Ole Miss, is what they do after that. That, to me, is more interesting than why he left. And I know a lot of people will think that's crazy because the why he left is getting more interesting by the minute. But where I am fascinated is what they do after that. And and more importantly, what Quinshawn Judkins' wins above replacement is for Ole Miss football. Because in isolation... 
on the football field on its own, he's an elite level football player. I, I think there's no denying that uh, whatsoever. And I don't think anybody really is denying that. I did see some people talk about how he wasn't that good or whatever. Guys, he's he's an elite level football player and, and, all, and everybody knows that. He's elite. On its own, him leaving Ole Miss is a big loss for Ole Miss because when you lose a player of that caliber, it is next to impossible to find a player of equal caliber. But that's only half the story. So, yes, I think that it is a big loss. He's an elite-level player on the field. That production, I mean, go back and watch the Egg Bowl and tell me that that dude is not an elite-level uh, running back because he he is. But what they do in his absence will dictate truly what kind of a loss it actually is. Because I saw some of the reaction that was, well, this changes Ole Miss for 2024. And a lot of people didn't do that, but some people did that, well, this was a championship contending team. Now it's not anymore. That's all some of that in some places. And how do you know that right now? How can you truly say that that is the case? Because what do they replace him with? Him leaving is a big deal. However, what they have both returning and what they could bring in could alleviate that loss to the point where it's negligible when it comes to expectations and the ceiling of the 2024 team. So what will that be? I don't know. But that is where I'm I'm more interested is what they do in his absence as opposed to why he left and the money and, and stuff like that. The first thing that Ole Miss has to do, and and they've done it, it certainly sounds like they've done it, especially although I advise people not to read into uh, what athletes put on social media, certainly seems like the team was shining spotlights on uh, Ulysses Bentley, where they were doing kind of like the next man up thing with uh, with him. And so all signs point to him returning uh, to uh, Ole Miss. They, they have to make sure that that happens. I think they've already done that, but just because it hasn't been uh, announced or released yet, let's just say for the sake of discussion that that is item number one on their checklist, have to do that. They have to lock down Ulysses Bentley. He's a bit of a different back than Judkins. When he gets the ball, he's highly productive. Um, in the per carry stats, he was actually better than Judkins this year in yards per carry, stuff like that. Um, is he a better back than Judkins? No. But still, when he got the opportunities, he performed well. He's an experienced player, apparently a good locker room guy, stuff like that. So that's item number one. You got to lock him down. think they have, but still, item number one. And number two, fill the void, replace good with good. Now, Judkins is more than good, but there are possible options in the portal that you would consider high-level backs that are, if they are not Quinshawn Judkins, they are close. And that's all you really need to be if you're Ole Miss. You just need to find production from a back in the portal. And I know a lot of people are talking about Riscano. I understand why. Apparently, they really, really like him. But he hadn't taken a meaningful snap yet. You can't just go into the season with Bentley and Roscano and boom. Like, all problem solved. You don't need to add anybody. They, they need to add via transfer portal. They're going to, uh, without a doubt. That person has to come in and, and be productive. If he can, then the loss won't really be all that significant because, as you've seen with Kiffin at Ole Miss, 
before Judkins got there. They led the SEC in rushing in consecutive years. Uh, th- there was one year where they had three backs over 500 yards, the uh, the Parrish-Connor-Ely year. And, and those guys were good backs, don't get me wrong, but th- they weren't elite, and yet they were still highly, highly productive, and their rushing offense was highly, highly productive. So losing a player like him is impactful. Y- yes, it is. Just on the field, we'll get to the off-the-field stuff, I'm sure, uh, in the comments. But on the field, he's a highly productive, elite-level player. He's a loss. But you have seen already with Kiffin at Ole Miss what the offense can be without Quinshawn Judkins. And it's still one of the best rushing offenses in all of college football. They don't need elite to still be very, very good running the ball. So that is the, the task at hand here. As of right now, it's it seems bigger than what it could possibly be depending on who they're able to add in the portal. That is more interesting to me is how they're able to replace a guy like that because this is college football now, guys. This is college football today. You're just going to lose elite players sometimes. It's just what happens. It happens to everybody. You've taken starters from Florida, Mississippi State, Texas A&M, two from Tennessee. I mean, you're doing it, right? You are taking starters from people. Sometimes your starters are going to go somewhere else as well, just on the surface. So this is college football today. Um, they they want to be pros. They are pros, so they're going to get treated like pros. You Okay, he's gone. Move on. Now what? It's a very NFL feel to it, but it's true. So Quinchon Judkins is gone. Okay, now what? What does Ole Miss do? And uh, there's a real possibility that they they can still get a really quality running back and continue to have one of the best rushing offenses uh, like they've had over the last four years uh, in the country. So, um, yeah, that's uh, where my mindset is right now. We'll see what your guy, uh, what you guys are thinking, and uh, we'll just uh, keep on plugging. So, first one, man, I wonder what we're going to talk about tonight. Surely there wasn't a major high-profile player from a school we watch hit the portal. Uh, Tim says, next man up. Joey says, wish Q the best. Next man up. Another one, wasn't expecting this happening. Uh, so, it wasn't going to happen as of uh, late last week. So, as far as I understand it, a, a new deal was reached with the Grove Collective and Judkins right before the Peach Bowl. And I don't mean like the morning of, but like leading up to the Peach Bowl, like within two, three days of the Peach Bowl, a, a new deal w- was agreed upon uh, going into that weekend. And something happened that weekend that changed circumstances. Uh, so uh, all the off-the-field stuff that people are, are reporting – and talking about, I don't know that to be true myself. Um, th- there's no reason to believe that somebody like Chase Parham would steer you wrong or incorrectly. I saw that SEC Mike guy take a shot at local Ole Miss media uh, after his Judkins greater than Dart uh, take w- was getting kind of roasted because it deserved to be roasted. Jackson Dart is infinitely more valuable to Ole Miss football for a lot of reasons uh, than Quinshawn Judkins. And, uh, you know, I thought that was really unfair to somebody like a Chase Parham who wouldn't report what he reported uh, without knowing it to be true. He doesn't roll like that. Uh, so I, I thought a quote unquote national guy taking a shot like that is really kind of pathetic. But um, long story short, I don't know that. I don't know if what Chase and, and Chuck are saying, I don't know if it's true myself. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'll believe them because I, I know especially how Chase operates and 
I don't think that he would make this up. Um, but for me, I have known and we've talked about the uh, the sheer volume of renegotiations uh, with his NIL deals at Ole Miss and um, the, the kind of headache that that was creating. I did not know that that extended to other stuff, but I did know that there was a lot of renegotiating when it came to the collective and a lot of headaches there. But, you know, I mean, that happens. You, you get big personalities in sports sometimes. Uh, you're going to get divas at times in sports, and you have to manage that and deal with it. Um, he's certainly not the first person in sports that asked for more money. So I didn't really think anything of it. And I didn't notice during the Peach Bowl what other people did notice. And now the clips are being shared around. Something was wrong during that game. And Memphis Rebel on here, if you're watching tonight, I think you are. You uh, you brought it up after the Peach Bowl. And, and I kind of brushed it off. I didn't think, I didn't read too much into it because he played well in that game. But you saw something. Something was off uh, between him and his teammates. It's clear. It is clear. Watching those videos now uh, to, to see that, Something's off. So something was not right there. And whatever happened during the game over the Peach Bowl weekend made the situation uh, untenable. And and that was that. Because, again, as of this time last week, it was done. He was returning. The, the deal had been agreed upon. And something changed. And, and you could see the body language on the field uh, in the Peach Bowl that told you that there was something something up there, something amiss. The mutual parting of ways is probably for the best, you say. Ole Miss is saving a ton of money. And and that's the thing. So they, they were already going after offensive linemen. Uh, I think that they're going to also – obviously, they're going to have to add a running back. Uh, I think they weren't done uh, adding defensively either. Um, not volume of numbers, but they were still going to add players. Got a bunch of offensive linemen uh, visiting this weekend. So they were already planning financially – to have Judkins and to do those things. But yeah, uh, many, many, many hundreds of thousands of dollars is now free to use. Not free being the relative term, of course. It is freed up. It is not tied up into anybody anymore. And you can get multiple impact players for what they were going to pay Quinshawn Judkins. So if you're looking for positive spin, there it is. Uh, Money was uh, most certainly freed up. Now you lose an elite level on on the field. You lose an elite level player to have that money freed up, but you do have money freed up uh, uh, up now, and so that um, that 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 is meaningful. That that is important because they need to continue to add. And uh, now you've got again many hundreds of thousands of dollars available uh, for you now that you weren't expecting to. You weren't expecting as of last week to have. So you say Ole Miss will be just fine. It depends on who they add. So I'm not ready to go that far yet. Um, again, like I said before, though, it's um, you, you know it's an offense that has highly productive running backs regardless of if they're Quinshawn Judkins or Henry Parrish, right? Because I don't, I don't think Parrish is anywhere on Judkins' level physically or athletically, but he was still productive in the um, – in that offense, they led the SEC in rushing twice before uh, he got there in their only two years. So uh, from that perspective, I, I don't think that they like will suddenly struggle to run the football moving forward. But I do need to see who they add first, because Riscano 
has never taken a meaningful snap before. You have no idea what he's capable of. And Bentley, God bless him, is as good of a player as he's been. He has um, had trouble staying healthy. And so right now, those are your backs. And that's not just fine. So I expect they're going to add. Uh, I, I think that they will. I, I think you're going to see them add an experienced back as well. But until that happens, uh, I can't agree with the they'll be just fine line of thinking just yet. After they add somebody, then then we'll talk about it. But as of right now, as of this moment, there there is a vital position of need now in the transfer portal that they must get right, uh, that they must uh, get right. So. The staff has balled out so balled out so far and made the right decisions. You're not going to stop trusting them now, excited for what's to come. Yeah, and I'm not usually a just trust the coaches guy, but they have earned the benefit of the doubt with personnel decisions. Uh, I mean, people wondered, you know, why Michael Trigg, you know, what happened there? Well, they, they made the, the correct uh, decision uh, there. Uh, I mean, they even managed the Spencer Sanders thing really well, uh, you know, uh, that and and other situations could have become a thing, if that makes sense. There, there could have been strife or an issue, and, and they handled that quite well, uh, despite bringing in a four-year starter to compete with Dart. That ended up working out. You know, there there were some hurt feelings involved in that, and those hurt feelings turned into an incredible year from your quarterback. Um, so they, they managed that well. They they handled Chris Marshall well. They've they've earned the benefit of the doubt after winning 11 games and, and handling uh, a lot of this stuff as well as they did. So there seems to be more than money. Uh, I think that's undeniable at, uh, at this point. If the number that I heard that he agreed to last week is accurate, I don't think he's getting that from anybody else. I could be wrong. We'll see. But I'd be really surprised if somebody comes in with a lot more th- than what was agreed upon uh, this time last week. So. You could see in the Peach Bowl in some instances a rift between Q and the players. The only thing I noticed was him yelling at one of his offensive linemen after one play. That's the only thing I saw. Turns out, uh, for for the eagle eyes out there um, that went back and watched the game, they found a lot more uh, than, than just that. So, uh, I think he's gone. There, there, he's not coming back. There, there, there is, as of now, and things change. Obviously, things change because... As of one week ago, he was coming back with a fat new deal. So things change. But in this case, it's not happening. He's not coming back. This is a clean, clean break. So thoughts on the Levy Portal Hall on offense after landing Kevin Coleman. That was a good pickup. He needed that one. Uh, That that was a good one. Uh, Freshmen are great, but you, you don't know what they're capable of at this level. You know what he is. Um, got to keep adding though. Got got to add a running back. Speaking of running backs, got to add a running back. Uh, got to keep adding on the offensive line. But that that was a good pickup today. Um, he's they're doing nice things in the portal. There's been some hand wringing, but you got to be patient. It's just year one. They have to add a, a ton, and they're going to have to be really active in the spring window uh, as well. But that was a really good pickup. Two wide receivers that they've added that are, I mean, just exactly what you were hoping uh, to get. So. Man, you just want to talk about basketball. I know, right? I mean, we're so close to getting to talk about basketball all the time. And no, no, this is, uh, we'll be able to. You bet Auburn is a leader for him. You know, Freeze and company want to get him no matter what. After last year, they are a desperate program. 
that would be very, very typical Hugh Freeze to overpay for a running back when they have far more important positions of need that they have to fill. Uh, but um, as I said on the radio show today, uh, I, I know somebody in coaching and uh, once told me that the line of thinking at the top at Ole Miss when he was there was, I don't care if you have to sign 10 quarterbacks, I want the number one class. So that would add up. He needs a win. He needs a PR win. It's an in-state kid. I mean, a lot of programs are going to be involved. I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State gets involved. Wouldn't be surprised at all uh, if a lot of programs uh, get involved. We'll see uh, where that ends up, but I stand by it. I don't think that he's going to get what Ole Miss was going to give him. I, I really don't. I think that a pay cut, uh, in effect, is uh, is coming. So Fans need to move on uh, for why he left, focus on what they can bring in and the next man up. And and that's the thing. So, as I say often, two things can be true at once. On one hand, criticism, in my opinion, you've heard me say this before, college football players who are commanding massive salaries larger than the overwhelming majority of every working American um, now open themselves up to criticism. And I think it's fair. I think it's within bounds because you want to be a professional. You now get treated like a professional. Think about what Saints fans have done and said to Derek Carr. You've had 70,000 of them booing him just taking the field this season. Guess what? He's got a big fat contract. That comes with the territory. If that upsets you, that's too bad. So fans criticizing Quinchon Judkins I think it's fair game, and I that I apply that logic to every single college football player that is drawing a salary, being the important caveat. If you want to be a professional, you get treated like one. But yes, I, I do think that you know after today, for whatever it's worth, my opinion on what fans should do. I I don't think my job should be. I mean, I I, sh- I try not to use you know the. The platform that I have in my day job and this one to tell you how to feel. But I do think because of how it's gone down to to not worry about it after today. Just look at who they possibly could be adding uh, via portal and and just kind of move on. Because um, what else can you do? Especially... And I didn't see this very much, but fans that were like upset with his decision to leave, like, why would he leave? This sucks so bad. You were celebrating taking starters from other schools, you know, just a couple weeks ago. So, um, yeah, just move on. I, I mean, the, the team clearly has already. So, You heard about Jarquez Hunter and McClellan's representation reached out to Ole Miss in the past 24 hours. So I don't, I don't know that. I'll take your word for it. Um, Jace McClellan, I, I think, would be somebody that I would want to have over Hunter, especially if you watched him run against Michigan. Uh, that defense and the way he played against Michigan, um, that would be – you know, the the guy that I would want the most if I was Lane Kiffin. Now, what the hell do I know about evaluating running backs uh, compared to Lane Kiffin? But just from my view, 
from my amateur perspective, um, Jace McClellan, I think, would be the guy that I would want the most absent. I mean, I know people are talking about the Oklahoma State kid, but um, so again, I don't know that to be true. I'm just going to take your word for it on, on those two guys uh, because I, I don't know that myself. But uh, I mean, Hunter played on a god awful Auburn team. Didn't he run for 900 yards this year? Let's see. I, I want to make sure. I probably should have had this up, I suppose, before I start talking about it. But he's a Mississippi kid. We know that. Yeah, ran for over 900 yards and almost six per carry uh, on a really bad Auburn team where nobody at all feared at all uh, the quarterback. So they could just stack the box and stop the run. And he still ran for 900 yards on 5.7 per carry. So um, that would be a great pickup. He and Bentley in the backfield, or Jace McClellan and, and Bentley in the backfield, would be um, massive pickups. And then you would feel really good again about your running back room, uh, without a doubt. So um, I wonder if they're going to try to add one more, whether it be a high school guy uh, in the portal also, or whether it be a high school guy or another portal player. We'll see. But Man, if, if they can lock in one of those two that you brought up, then um, they, then they'd be all right. They would they would be all right. Very interesting and a good player is Jace McClellan. Absolutely. Absolutely. ETN, didn't he commit to Georgia? Losing an elite player is difficult. Clearing a locker room problem off of a potential national championship contender makes it easier. Um, yeah, yes, uh, yes, it does. You're concerned about McClellan being injury prone. I understand that. It's a good player though. Really good player. He had his three best games against the three best teams he played this year. Maybe what was it Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Michigan? Hold on. No, cause they played Georgia. Let me tell you. Let me tell you, because I didn't memorize his his stats when I had them up. So, yeah, ran for 890 on five per carry, eight touchdowns. Let's see. Ran for 87 on 6.2 against that Michigan defense in the playoff game in which they lost. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Did not play against Georgia. Did not play against Georgia. Um... Why not? Was he hurt? That's embarrassing that I just asked that question. Please forgive me, guys. I'm I'm foggy brained right now. But anyway, yeah, ran for 115 against Tennessee, 105 against Ole Miss, averaged, let's see, only four per carry against that Texas team when they got beat. Only had 45 yards that night. I mean, he's good back. He's Truly a, a good player. So, anyway. Pretty unproductive day at work. Is it safe to say Bentley is back at least? Is there any truth to Jace McClellan rumor? I, I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any truth to it at all, uh, frankly. Uh, yes, but expect Bentley back. Uh, th- there's seemingly n- nothing else at the moment that you should uh, that you should expect besides uh, him returning. So, if there's a position you can afford to lose, it's running back. Offensive line is much more of concern. 
Yeah, no doubt. And that's what makes the uh, the Judkins greater than Dart take so just uh, absurdly stupid. Quarterback is so incredibly valuable and running back is just not a- anywhere on the same playing field. Um, Ole Miss's priorities this offseason uh, were beefing up the lines of scrimmage first. And, uh, and and they've been able to do that so far on defense. Got to do that on offense uh, as well, of course. But yeah, uh, you can afford to lose running backs more than you can afford uh, to lose a quarterback or before you can afford to be uh, poor on the defensive line, uh, for example. It's um, I thought before today that would be an inarguable thing, but apparently uh, it is. Griffin also leaving tells you Roscano is going to play next year in some significance. That's probably a good thing to read into. Let you also say this, people buying NIL jerseys, do it at your own risk. Yeah, no doubt, because like in the NFL, you know your player's got a contract for multiple years, right? And they have the buyback program. Not so much in college. So, yeah, if you're going to make sure that if you're going to buy a jersey, that uh, it's somebody that's sticking around or like wait before their final year, you know? I mean, you can buy your Dart jerseys right now, and you're all good. Uh, You can buy your Trey Harris jerseys, and and you're fine. So, um, yeah, (laughs) do it at your own risk. Just uh, find a way to take the nameplate off, I guess. Support the Grove Collective, but buy the jerseys from DH Gate. Never know when someone could leave. Yeah, I'm about to order a Pelicans jersey on uh, DH Gate myself, uh, actually. Could they go back to the, a 2021-type offense where they were more pass-oriented? Well, frankly, man, they weren't really more pass-oriented in 2021. I mean, as a team, let's see. I mean, they had four guys that ran for over 500 yards on that team, if you want to include the quarterback. So, let's see. It's just taking a minute. I'm sorry. My computer's being slow tonight. Streaming off of an old laptop and also trying to pull up stats is uh, is something. So rushing, they had, yeah, they had four players rush for more than 500 yards. Parrish with 553. Corral was 614. Connor was 647. Ely with 768. I mean, they had, each of them had over 100 rushing attempts. So what, 105 plus 130 plus 130, so it's 360, it's 500 attempts if you had 152. They, they ran the football more than they passed the football that year by, by a pretty significant margin. So this this is just what they do. This, I mean, it's just a running offense, and and they always will be. Move pieces around doesn't matter. Uh, they're still going to uh, run the football. It's what they do, and they're good at it. Who wins the championship? Uh, I hope Washington. I think Michigan. Brandon, thanks a lot, man. Glad to see you. Uh, I appreciate you uh, again uh, with the Super Chat. Thanks a lot, man. You are uh, you are the best. Uh, you are the best. You say Kiffin is fine with Judkins being gone, and so am I. Dude's a beast, but don't act like Judkins was a household name before Kiffin took a chance on him. Yeah, everybody was sharing that picture of him uh, sitting uh, in the uh, in the rain at the Alabama State Championship game. Um, but but that's college football today, man. That's why you know if you want, and by you I mean the players, if if you want this kind of freedom, 
then then you you take what comes with it. And so if um, if you're not going to be loyal, then then don't expect loyalty in return. Um, is what it is. I hate that phrase, but I say it. And everybody says that they hate that phrase, but they say it. You don't know when it started, but you heard negative stuff about Judkins going back to the two-lane game. Still played really, really well this year, you know? And, and that's why that's why I'm curious to find out truly what happened this weekend, right? Because a lot of people have talked about the, the drama all season long, right? And so if that's true, and I have no reason not to believe that, they only they not only played and, and played well, but they still offered him a deal to return as of late last week, had a deal to return. So what happened this weekend that changed the uh, the mindset on that and the desire to keep him? What, what changed? That's what I want to know. Because despite all of the, the drama that people are talking about, he got all the carries. Not all the carries, but you get my point. He, he was the guy, and... They picked him to go to the Connerly, which, as you guys can probably figure out, there was a reason for that. Um, picked him to go to the Connerly and offered him to stay. And then something happened. I don't know if it'll, it, I don't know if I will ever know truly what happened, but something happened this weekend that, that caused that to end. So. Yeah, instead of burning your Judkins jersey, just get it changed to Centarian Birkins, no doubt. His leaving frees up NIL for offensive line, and an improved offensive line is more important than a running back. I agree. The NFL has taught us how you don't overpay for running backs, but someone is going to do it for Judkins. You've heard Jackson ask for Q to get out of the game. Uh, that, again, that's something that I don't know uh, whether or not that's true. I don't know personally, but uh, people are sharing that video of of Jackson yelling in the direction of Lane Kiffin, not like yelling at Lane. It wasn't a confrontation between the two of them, but um, yelling about something, and, and people are claiming that that was him telling Lane, get him out, get him off the field. Um, so... That makes sense. I mean, there's there's a lot of people talking about the offensive line and how he treated them and what they thought of him. I just I don't know that to be true. I can't verify it myself. So, but 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 you see the video, right? I mean, in the Peach Bowl here, I I forget what time of the game it was. Let me make. Sure, my yeah, okay. I don't remember what time of the game it was, but you see him. I'll be able to tell you here. I'm pulling the video up now. This was when Ole Miss was deep in Penn State territory. Judkins got tackled for like a two yard gain. He's laying on his back, reaches his hand up uh, for Williams to help him up, and Williams looks at him and just goes, "Nope," and walked away. I mean, that, that is something that you can't ignore. You can't deny that. Something is off there. Very clearly, something is off there. And that wasn't the only negative interaction with an offensive lineman during that game. You know, it wasn't just a one-off. That's not a Williams problem. That, that, that was 
throughout the course of the game. And so clearly there is some kind of validity to what you're saying here. I mean, clearly there is. Wish he stayed, but if they're going to get to the next level, you need to be able to handle losing great players. Hope they can, and you think they can. Yeah, I, you know, it is a test. It is a test for uh, for Kiffin here, losing a, a star like this and, and replacing him with uh, somebody that can give you um, a, a similar kind of production. I think they're going to be able to do it, but we'll, we'll have to see. The clip that Dart posted on Instagram says a lot to you, the Tom Brady clip. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. That was uh, that was something. Yeah, if Chase says something like that, there's not not going to doubt it. It's not how he rolls. So somebody in the know stated that he wouldn't do anything extra without being paid. Team activities, team photos, etc. I actually did hear a story about one thing in particular that. Um, became an issue that absolutely should not have been an issue um, when it came to, I, I don't want to burn the, the source on this because it's a very specific thing, but let's just say whoever that, that person in the know you're talking about was on at least one instance, uh, there, there was an issue for something that most definitely should not have been one. If they pick up Hurd and Percy Lewis, hell, you'll play running back for 100000 Just have to make sure the trainers take care of you better than the VA. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Percy Lewis is an interesting case because, I mean, you know, that's another Mississippi State player. But if pro football focus is accurate, his pressures per snap number is unbelievably good. Unbelievably good. So, so having that guy would be big if that's in fact what uh, what happens. Judkins looked checked out in the trophy ceremony. In fairness to that specific thing, they all kind of looked like they were checked out in the in that ceremony. But definitely something off with the team relationships where there's smoke, there's fire. Yeah, the more people keep finding little uh, little nuggets like that uh, in the Peach Bowl, the more you start to believe you know what you're hearing. You wish Ole Miss fans wouldn't degrade Judkins' worth, though. But here's the thing, man. I understand where you're coming from, truly. Uh, I understand where you're coming from. But that's a conversation you have in professional sports now. or that That's the conversation you always have in professional sports. Is, is Derek Carr worth $150 million? Whoa, wait a minute. Daniel Jones got paid what? He's not worth that. that that's an everyday conversation in professional sports. And so when you're talking about a salary that is more than the NFL players, at least the practice squad players are making, uh, what's the NFL league minimum? I think it's over a million. I think it's over a million. No, it's 700. In 2022, it was 705,000. The minimum for 2023 was 750,000. So it's going to raise, or it raises uh, in their contract, but... You're, you're talking about a guy that gets paid what NFL players get, more. So at least that was what was offered, more than the league minimum number I just gave you. So um, you can absolutely debate his worth at that point. He's a professional, getting paid a hell of a lot more than all of us are. 
I, I have no problem. I, I morally just have no problem at all discussing the worth or lack thereof of somebody drawing a paycheck like that. That is professional sports. And so you want to be a pro? You want to get paid like a pro? Here you go. You get talked about and treated like a pro. It's a good question. You wonder what Ole Miss's record is with McClellan or ETN instead of Judkins. He was great against LSU and State, but you think they'd still win both of those, definitely the Egg Bowl. Don't forget, Bentley was great against LSU as well. If Ole Miss gets Hunter, keeps Bentley and Riscano, do I think they'll be more fine than not? Yes, if they're able to do that. I am way, way behind on messages, so I'm just going to kind of rapid fire here as uh, as we wrap up because I want to get to as many as I can. And again, shout out to PTG Brandon for uh, for being a rock star that he is. Uh, but I do want to try to, to rapid fire here because I want to include you guys. That's the whole point of this. But there's a lot, so let's try to get through uh, get through these fast. He's worth a ton of production, but if the distractions in the locker room are detrimental to the team overall, you don't care who it is. They don't need to be there, and especially if your quarterback thinks so. If your alpha, which is what Jackson Dart is to that team, if your alpha alpha quarterback believes that you are a distraction, that, then then that's kind of it. You don't think Judkins was the difference in any game this season? He's very good, but he can be replaced even if it needs to be by committee. There's another one. I'd rather see Ole Miss have someone other than Jarquez Hunter. Uh, under, uh, I, I, I get that with the, the stuff that happened this offseason. Certainly understand. Bentley, a sledgehammer-type back out of maybe a group of five with proven production and a situational spellback will give you the same production in your opinion. Bentley's a really good back, but not a feature. Obviously, they'll work to find someone soon. Yeah, I don't think he's a, a 25, uh, 25 to 30 carry a game guy. That, that's not his game, and, and that's okay. But um, Which running backs would I target in the portal? Uh, so I, I am behind. We have talked about a, a few of those uh, for sure. Diego Pound's coming for a visit. That's good news. they got to get better on the offensive line for sure. Will these NIL numbers ever become public? Only after they become uh, employees. So not until then. Six yards to carry down to four yards to carry. Last year to this year, he's used up and he's getting a pay cut. Here's another one. Judkins leaving the SEC to save his body for the NFL. Just a thought. He said this was his best. This was best for his football career. Maybe tired of the beating his body is taking every SEC week. If he wants to, quote, compete for championships, then why would he go to an Auburn program that hasn't won more than six games since 2019, three straight losing seasons? Uh, because if that's where he ends up, he doesn't care about competing for championships. You don't know if they'd had it. Have, you don't know if they'd have interest, but you could see Michigan being interested in Judkins to replace Quorum. That's an interesting one for sure. Uh, answer this a little bit earlier, but that's okay. Is Bentley for sure coming back? Not confirmed, but it certainly does seem like that is uh, that is the case. Especially now, it would be in Ole Miss's best interest to make sure that that happens, and it does certainly seem like that is going to happen. Even as bad as State, Arkansas, et cetera, were this year, they still have, have NFL bodies. You'd rather run against Indiana, Purdue, et cetera, than any of those guys, or TCU, Iowa State, or Boston College, Virginia Tech. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we need to talk about this more in detail uh, later. But yeah, State's uh, incoming high school players looked really good in the All-American Bowl. That I, I bet you, Chase, were excited to uh, to watch that. You should have been. 
If they do get Bentley back, you'd like to see them bring in a bruising old-school type back to have a Lindale White-Reggie Bush combo. Judkins only needed 800 more yards to hold the all-time rushing title at Ole Miss. That is, uh, that is done. That is done. You know I like that starting this year in regionals and super regionals, they will allow players to have their walk-up songs played. It's about freaking time. What a dumb rule that was. And just unbelievable. I'm going to skip a few of these that we've already talked about. I hope you guys understand. I'm not ignoring you, I promise. Um, NIL jerseys should have Velcro name patches now. Yes. Yes, they should. Talked about that video. Um... It's part NIL, though, but the behind-the-scenes paid a huge role. I mean, for what it's worth, I even heard that the NIL deal that he was offered made the team mad because of the the strife. Not jealousy, but like, no, he hasn't earned that in our eyes. The the team is ecstatic that Jackson Dart... See, see, that's the thing. Too many people talk about, well, NIL is going to cause jealousy. Not usually. Because in Ole Miss's case, the team is perfectly fine, like totally cool with Jackson Dart being the highest paid player on the team. They're like, hell yeah, that's my quarterback. Love him. Let's go. It's when a guy gets an NIL deal that they don't feel like he has earned, that can become an issue. But they're fine with players getting paid a lot of money. They're fine with that because they're smart enough. I mean, I know they're college kids, but but most of them have perspective. That guy's better than me. He deserves more than me. It's a fact of life. There are guys that do what I do that get paid more than me because they're better than me. It's just a fact of life. It is what it is. So most of them understand that. Judkins didn't fly back with the team. I did not know that. I'll take your word for it there. You remember back in the midseason when Judkins was pondering some LSU stuff? That was uh, that was the rumor. After the Tulane game, that was uh, that was the rumor, but kind of squashed it. But in your opinion, Trey Harris is the best player on the team, not Judkins or even Dart. Ooh, that's well. It depends on what you mean by best player, and I think you you are saying that like the best player at their position. I, I know you. I don't think that you are suggesting that Trey Harris is more important than that of. Um, um, Jackson Dart. That Williams. Uh, oh, thank you. Okay, so the Williams Judkins interaction was in the third quarter before Ole Miss scored to make it thirty-one seventeen. You would much rather have a slightly less talented player that's one hundred percent bought in, like a Priestcorn, than a superstar talent that causes internal conflicts and does not fully commit to the team. Trig. And look at who is more valuable than the other. So. Yeah, um, Edward, you are you are right. You are absolutely right uh, about that. You've seen Ole Miss fans kind of degrade his character. You know, that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't happen. But I still, it still kind of falls into my line of thinking of, he's getting paid better than everybody saying that. So is what it is. People have, and I know the money is, is different. Derek Carr gets paid a lot more than Quinshawn Judkins, but I keep going back to Derek Carr. I mean, 
Saints fans take everything he says in press conferences right now and rips it apart. That's what happens. Yeah, I don't think that Ole Miss will face um, Judkins next year. No, Bo, I, I, you, you might be in late and that's okay, but no, I, I do not think that uh, he will get what Ole Miss um, – I don't, I don't think he'll get even what Ole Miss was offering him. So you'll be surprised if he gets a quarterback-level play because he won't. Wow, Brandon again. Let's go. Let's go, Brandon. I, I didn't mean the pun, but whatever. Um, you are the man. PTG Brandon at it again. Uh, an absolute, just an incredible supporter here uh, is PTG Brandon. Uh, you'd rather see three O-linemen than Judkins and Sanders on the payroll? Yeah, and that's a, that's another thing. <laughs> Sanders is, is, is gone now, so, so that helps too. But um, yeah, and uh, now they can, if they need to, stretch their previously thought budget like we talked about before, but it bears repeating they were always planning on going after multiple offensive linemen. Like they were financially prepared to do that, but now they have extra. And that matters because in case that they have to spend a little bit more to lock down a lineman that they love or to get one of these running backs, they have it now. And they have more than what to, to get a replacement running back. They have hundreds of thousands more than, it will, than what it's going to cost. So it's a big help for the other positions to not have Judkins's salary on that payroll anymore. You've always listened to my podcast and that it is usually the best way for me to listen to the time zones listening in Australia. Hey, appreciate that, Michael. Glad you're here live. But yes, this does get placed right into the podcast feed. So for those of you listening in podcast form, and there are a, a good bit of you. And I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you uh, for uh, for doing that. So um, I, I love the, the live back and forth, though. I think it makes the podcast content really, really good. And, and so I do podcast independently of the live stream, of course. Um, but th- this, I think, is, um, is a real benefit. So appreciate you, Michael. And uh, I need to ask you one day why you are in Australia, because I, w- I think I would be really interested in that story. So also, there's a guy... Uh, named Field Days on YouTube, who I absolutely love. Um, his name is Matt Field, I think is his real name. But uh, he and his girlfriend live in like uh, a, a homestead out in the bush, like in the middle of nowhere. And he will go on like 48-hour, um, like live off the land missions in the bush where he'll like catch mud crabs and stuff like that. And He's awesome, man. He's uh, Check him out. I'm sure you deal with guys that that look and talk like him every day, but he's interesting to me. So he may ultimately lose money in the deal. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. PTG Brandon might be paying Judkins next. No, no, he, Judkins is gone, man. He's uh, he's gone. So, yep, talked about McClellan earlier. Uh, I don't know that myself. If, if he hops in the portal and almost gets him, that is um, that's big time. Yes, I will be having uh, the, the regular stream on Sunday. Um, we, we will do that for sure. Uh, NFL playoffs, or not NFL playoffs, but the final week of the NFL season will be going on, but that's okay. We're, uh, 
We're still going to do that. We'll talk national championship and also basketball, guys. We'll talk basketball because we've got big basketball games this weekend. So, yeah, Chase Brandon should make you feel bad. He should make you uh, feel bad. But I know you're a a radio show listener. Uh, PTG should be familiar uh, to you with our fishy line of the week. So, Dart is the most important player on the team. Yes, it's not debatable, and I don't know how – College football people think that it is because it's not. Judkins is a perfect example of why fans are frustrated with college football. Players like him are squeezing their programs for every dime just to opt out of big games and threaten transferring. And they finally uh, they finally had enough. Finally had enough. It's um it's more interesting to see moves like this because with the transfer portal on NIL, because Ole Miss isn't a downtrodden program right now getting poached. Exactly. This is a very uh, unique situation. So that's why I, I tend to believe the reporting that there's more to it than just money. Because if everything was peachy, If everything was peachy, it wouldn't have happened. So, an average running back with a solid O-line will will work in this system. It already has worked in this system. You're right. Would I ever do a Twitter space, Discord, et cetera, with live interaction? I've, I've, uh, people have brought up a Discord uh, to me before. Um, For the radio audience, and just like for me to have on my own. I think the radio audience having a Discord would be a shit show. Forgive my language, but I think it would. Uh, I think uh, a lot of people with bad intentions uh, would go in there and uh, and just kind of ruin the experience for everybody. Because um, you know it's a large audience, and and I'm I'm proud of that. Don't get me wrong; it, it, it's great. I mean, we have a very uh, we have a really good thing going, and. And that's awesome, but I do think that having trying to moderate a Discord with that would, would be a, a losing endeavor. I, I don't think it would work. For me to just kind of have a Discord, I, I thought about it. I've looked into it. The, the more you ask about it, the more I think I should. I've never done a Twitter space before. Curious to know what that is. this is going to sound bad. I'm curious to know what I would get out of that. uh, If that makes sense. Because here, like I get, I get podcast content, right? That's the most important thing. The the, the YouTube is just like a nice little added thing. This, I like, I get something out of this also, you know, for my actual job. What, what is a Twitter space? What, What do I get? I don't know. It's it's me overthinking it, of course. Just supporting for a new curtain rod. I'm never getting a curtain rod. That's going to stay like that forever. I turned the wrong way, but oh well. There we go. It's going to stay like that forever. Never getting a a curtain rod. Although, now that I p- apparently have people snooping around my house, I need to move that snowboard. That might be my most prized possession right there. I don't snowboard. Never use that. I've had, it, it's... uh. Sean White autographed that snowboard. Pretty, that was very bragger of me. I need to not do that anymore. Please forgive me for that. That's very lame. But yeah, I love that thing. So yeah, 
thing's awesome. Anyway, can I have your autograph? Uh, no, you can't. Because it would devalue whatever you made me sign. It, the, it, it would go down in value. So absolutely not. You cannot. Um, the Picayune running back that went to Oregon. Yeah, I do think that they will be able to get more experience. Now, if they can get him too, that's great. You know, good for them. However, uh, I do think that they will add somebody that um, that's better. More experience, I should say. Chase, you didn't have to do that. Thank you, man. Uh, and again, in for the new curtain rod. You guys were... Uh, Chase, you're, you're the best, man. Thank you. And I know that you've got triplets, so you shouldn't be giving me money, but thank you for it anyway. Oh, now I'm just getting trolled for the curtain rod. Hashtag get Borky a new curtain rod. You'll start the GoFundMe. I had one up there and it broke, you know. Another curtain rod. Bo, thanks a lot, buddy. I uh, I appreciate you. You are. You are way too kind. And it's very, very unnecessary, but I'm thankful for it. Radio Discord would be a war zone between Ole Miss and State fans. That would not be good. No, it would just devolve into a disaster. It just did absolutely would. For the Curtain Rod Collective? Huh. We're on to something. We're on to something now with this Curtain Rod deal. Edward, my friend, thank you, buddy. I, uh, I appreciate you. Aren't you a college student? You shouldn't be giving me money. But thank you, man. You are. You are way too kind. Appreciate that. Answer that uh, to that is you're Australian. An Australian bracking for Ole Miss came across for an Egg Bowl in 2019. Terrible game, but you met a heap of people who are awesome. Wait, so so you're an Australian. You you live in Australia, and you have no ties to Ole Miss whatsoever, right? Am I understanding that correctly? And you came to an Egg Bowl and have just uh, what brought you to an Egg Bowl? I need to interview you. That that's awesome. I, I we need to we need to connect. I need to hear more about this. Thank you for all the great coverage this season. Says Boko. Thank you, man. Thank you, Bobo, for the super Boko. Is that is that Boko? Boko. Uh, either way, thank you a lot, man. And uh, oh, you don't you don't need to thank me for coverage though. It's uh, it's what I do, and uh, I'm just happy to do it, and I'm happy that people are are willing to. Willing to listen and um, pay attention. So, also from a fellow father of a four-year-old, Godspeed, brother. Uh, it's you and her. Yeah, we. Uh, his his mom and I do the best we can, and uh, and some days, some days we do better than others. Um, but uh, she, she's she's a phenomenal mother, and uh, so he's lucky. He's lucky to have her, and uh, I would like to think at times he's lucky to have me too. But you have three of those, and I don't know how you exist. I don't know how you do it. Three of that age, I don't know how you do it. One stresses me out. Three? Don't know how you do it. Oh, Memphis Rebel. I'm sorry to hear that, buddy. That is that is the worst. That is just the worst. Um, man, I'll be thinking about you tonight. That's um, That's a shame. I hate to hear it. If I did a Discord, it would basically have the Mississippi version of the Feinbaum show. Yeah, but unfiltered. Unfiltered. So, Democracy says we voted, and I need a new curtain rod. Curtain rod greater than college degree? Maybe. 
Need me to come to a game with Ole Miss France? Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got Australia here. We got France. You don't have a choice as a powerful motivator. Yeah. No, uh, no doubt. Oh man. Well, I appreciate you guys. I'm glad we've had some uh glad we've had some fun tonight. But uh I've got to get going. I appreciate all of you, especially uh those of you PTG Brandon uh, again just um just bringing the heat as always. Um just awesome, awesome and uh unnecessary but thankful for it. Chase, Bo, Edward, uh Boco or, or Buco, forgive me for not knowing what it is. Help me out uh next time you uh you drop a chat. But thanks to uh to all of you. And um wow, so you really just Michael, you really just showed up to uh to an Ole Miss game. That's incredible. Read right? about the Grove and the experience and thought you have to do that. That is awesome, man. Um if you're gonna make a return trip, oh I think you said that. Possibly Oklahoma. That's the one. That that that's the one. Go go to the Oklahoma game. Uh, even if you don't go to multiple, like you said, th- that's the one that you got to go to. Because Egg Bowl, you don't really get the you don't get the real weekend experience because of the the day of the game. So, yeah, go to go to Oklahoma. I should open my own message board. That that space though is so hard to get into now. I mean, you you've got two big sites that that cover Mississippi State. They don't really have a rivals presence, but you've got on three, and you've got Gene's uh, page, and and you've got for Ole Miss. I mean, you've got the big three. And, and there's there's blog spaces, you know, like fan blogs, like Rebel Walk, and there's just a lot, you know, uh, to to do a message board uh, like that. Um, I don't know. I've got to figure something out though, because because I like the the possibilities of how many different platforms there are, and, and I think you you know we do a lot right. Like we, we have a radio show, and we obviously have the podcasting space, and you know the the. Super Talk is a YouTube channel. Like we're we're in all kinds of places, but you can always be in more. So you can always be in uh, in more. So anyway, you guys are the best. Uh, thank you so much, and uh, we'll see you Sunday night. We will see Curtain Rod Chronicles for the message board. Yeah, yeah, it's actually a good idea. But anyway, uh, see you guys Sunday night. Sunday night, I'll uh, I'll see you then. And uh, y'all have a good uh, y'all have a good weekend. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy. I, I can't wait for the basketball. Enjoy the basketball, and uh, I'll see you guys on uh, on Sunday. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.